Hello and welcome to the Swimming Ideas Podcast. My name is Jeff and I will be your host for today. This is episode number 58, The One Thing. That's right, today we are going to be looking at the one thing that you should be focusing on as a swim instructor and as a swim coach. Now, if you've been listening to these podcasts recently, you know that we've been having interviews. Uh, this week we do not have one. It's just going to be a brief 20-minute typical podcast where we talk about a common theme that keeps popping up in the interviews with Karis Mount, with Megan Gilbert from The Mind Side. Check it out. That's right. Today we're talking about the one thing. And I want to focus your attention on the specific thing that you should be doing during your swim lessons when you're swim coaching, and for all of your staff, what you can do to get the most results out of your instruction. Now, this is focusing on the one thing, and you can, if you've heard our previous podcasts, number 57 with Megan Gilbert from The Mind Side, and number 55 with Karis Mount, and number 54 with Jennifer Butler. Now, if you've heard these podcasts, you know that we've been talking about this common theme throughout each of these interviews. And that common theme is focusing on the one thing in your feedback. Now, as a swim instructor, as a swim coach, uh, the, the application here applies to both. So we're just going to from now on talk about as an instructor, right? And that can mean both a coach and as a teacher of swim lessons. Now, this theme that keeps reoccurring, that keeps re-popping up, that keeps uh, being reiterated is focus on one thing in your feedback. Now, we're going to look first at Karis Mount from episode number 55, and she says, my coach is focused on one thing that would make me improve. We were focused. And when she talks about this in that episode, and you can go back and listen to that on your own, it's a great episode where she talks about how what was the most what was the thing she liked that her swim coach did the most it was focusing on one item during her practice giving her one thing to think about during a set that made her improve and made her a better swimmer and she resonated with that if you look at episode number 57 with Megan Joel Bear from the mind side uh, she talks about focusing on one she says, literally, she says, uh, focus on two to three things um, that totally are essential for that swimmer's success. Now, she's dealing more, um, or I think in this context, she was talking about elite athletes. Uh, so when you're behind the blocks and you're giving a coach to, uh, or you're giving coaching to your swimmer before a, a competition or an event, uh, give them a few items to focus on. I prefer giving them one item to focus on. I'm primarily working with developmental swimmers or, or children that are just getting into competition. So maybe they're there at their first meet, maybe they're at their second meet or their 10th meet, but they're beginners still. And when I go behind the blocks and I know they're nervous, I give them one thing to focus on. I give them a positive, you know, we've been working on this a lot in practice lately. I know you're going to do well. Um, Remember to kick. That should be your goal. Make sure you're kicking. Uh, you're going to do great. Congrat, you know, I, I give them that boost of uh, confidence. But I'm giving them a focus point. Folk, and usually it's kicking because uh, most swimmers 
uh, tend to forget about the kick uh, and are focusing on so many of the other things. Uh, but I like to hone in their focus on the one thing, especially behind the blocks. Now, most of this uh, the feedback and uh, the way we deliver our instruction most of the foundation of this where this comes from it's not just me spewing this out you know without proof or backup uh Karis Mount she is as a master of psychology uh she's a sports consultant she works with elite athletes um she works uh with coaches as well teaching them how to coach focus on the two to three things Karis Mount swim instructor lifeguard uh competitive swimmer in high school the thing she liked the most about her swim lessons and learning how to swim was when her coaches focused on the one thing. It was the most effective for her. Uh, Jennifer Butler from uh, Roots Aquatics talks about giving feedback in, in single items, you know, focusing on the one thing, uh, giving them one success, like achievable goal and then letting them do that. And USA Swimming, the sports consultants that go around and visit USA Swimming Clubs and talk about how their teams can be high-performing competitive uh, programs, they give a talk called Effective Coaching. And and I've referenced this before. I've actually referenced this a lot because it's full of great material. And in it, one of the slides and one of the topics in that conversation, and it, and it really is, if you ever get the opportunity to uh, have the Effective Coaching talk or hear it, it's worth having for both your swim team coaches, for your staff, but also for your swim instructors because a lot of the same material applies. It's all about how you can take the coach, the swim instructor, the teacher, and get them to get results from their participants, whether they're on swim team or in swim lessons. And one of the first things that they focus on is focus on one thing at a time. And this is how we learn new skills. Focus on that one item at a time. Uh, so, for example, uh, if we're talking about butterfly, and we're going to talk about butterfly uh, going forward for today, uh, the one I like to break it down into smaller pieces, uh, and this ties into uh, make your uh, aim for perfecting one chunk of each activity at a time. So, for example, uh, if you have butterfly. You have the whole swim. There's the undulation. There are the arms, the head position, the breathing, the start, the streamline, the open turn. You know, there are all these pieces that make up butterfly. Uh, we want to separate those pieces out into distinct separate activities and then work on that specific skill in isolation from the rest. For example, when we begin teaching butterfly to our developmental swim team, our beginners, which we just started last week for our new season, our new uh, long course season, which is kind of a soft reset for our annual program. Uh, when we start introducing butterfly, we begin with the kick. Now, I found a great video online that I'll include in the show notes here, uh, which we uh, use our iPads on deck and have the swimmers watch the video. And it is someone in position 11 doing butterfly kick from the side. It's a really good uh, video because it's an underwater and above water video. And it shows a swimmer's body moving in the undulation motion. And it's fairly exaggerated. So you can call it body dolphin if you'd like. And 
it starts in and they're in position 11, which is excellent because if you know our swim lesson, swim team routine, it is a uh, hundred IM kick and then two 25s of position 11. And we do that every single day. Uh, and there are a myriad of reasons why we do that every day, but it starts in position 11. So we have that skill down already. And then we're adding in isolation from the rest of the swim, so butterfly here, the kick. And so we watch a video, position 11 with fly kick, and then we do it. Now, if we have fins, we use them. So we'll do a 25 position 11 with the butterfly kick that we just saw in the video. We'll watch the video again and then do another 25 attempting to do the same thing. And the one thing that we're focusing on here is adding the kick, specifically the exaggerated hip motion. Get your butt up. Let your butt breathe like it's a dolphin or a whale. Uh, let that get up and down and use your legs. Uh, so that's our one focus. So during those 225s, yes, it is to emulate the video, do what you saw the video. Uh, but also the one focus I give when I'm giving the instruction, when I'm giving the uh, directions is move your hips. Make sure your hips are going up and down. And I demonstrate that by exaggerating where my butt and my hips are bending and flaring out. This is important. Uh, we are taking the strategies that the effective coaching sports consultant from USA Swimming is giving us, and we're applying it to our instruction in both swim lessons and in our swim team. And in this case, they blend pretty well because teaching butterfly kick is a component of our swim lessons. So in level three, uh, we introduce the butterfly kick and uh, we do it in a very similar way. It's a little different because of the group setting of a swim team, uh, but we can use the same video and the same iPad in our swim lesson and demonstrate it and do it just like we do on the swim team in our swim lessons. And we do. So I mean, we're going to focus on that one item, uh, but we're also going to separate our skill instruction into small, individually isolated skills or chunks. Uh, so if you look at the effective coaching from USA Swimming, uh, one thing at a time, focus on one item, break every move down into small different chunks. So each item or each isolated chunk is a single item. So one thing at a time, and if it's a complicated, complex motion, break that motion down into individual chunks, and then focus on each chunk at a time. So aim for perfecting one chunk at a time at each practice. So focus on butterfly kick and specifically the hips moving up and down. That's your chunk. Make sure your legs are moving with your hips. That's a second chunk. Make sure your head is mostly stable. Uh, while doing the kick. That's the, another chunk. Make sure your chest is pressing down and your back is arching when you're undulating. That's another chunk. So there are these five separate chunks of just the fly kick. And we're going to work on, we're going to isolate each one of those. And then we're going to practice it, give feedback based on it, and then introduce another skill. And over time, as we perfect these separate chunks, uh, we get, we put the whole together. And then it, you know, once we have it done so well, we don't have to think about it. We can stick them all together. And then we have a really good butterfly kick because we've worked on all these different things in isolation. 
So USA Swimming continues to talk about this, and they say, um, make your intent and your objective absolutely clear. So one thing at a time, break every move down into chunks, uh, aim for perfecting one chunk at each practice, uh, and make your intent and objective absolutely clear. Now I want to go back to Karis Mount from episode number 55. When she was learning butterfly, she said that her coach is focused on one thing. This is our goal. This is what we should attempt to do in all of our instruction. Uh, so for butterfly, uh, let's focus on one item of the kick, and then we can move on. Once we've introduced the kick and focus on that one item, uh, let's focus on the arms. And we'll do the arms in this specific, and we'll focus on one item. Specifically, I like to focus on the recovery. That's the out of the water portion where your hands return to position 11. Uh, because it is so difficult, uh, in butterfly, if you let the elbows bend, it makes the recovery or the arms over the water much more difficult, uh, because it drops the torso and keeps it underwater, which then leads to splashing. This can also be caused by the body not undulating enough. Uh, so to correct this initially, to teach it well, uh, we focus on one thing with butterfly arms, uh, and we remove the kick, so we are isolating the portions here, so we're breaking it down into chunks, and we're aiming at isolated swimming skills. Uh, so we'll take the arms, and we'll do them on the deck, we'll do them slowly, deliberately, uh, hopefully in front of a mirror, uh, that's very good. We've had access to a dance studio next to our swim pool recently, and we've been doing uh, motion, swim motions in front of the mirrors, and I think it's really had a good help uh, in our swim lessons after that. Uh, but we do the arms on deck, and we do them slow, but our one thing, the one thing we focus on with the arms are keeping the elbows straight and the thumbs pointed down at the bottom of the pool. So as the arms sweep around, our thumbs are facing, if we're standing on the deck forward, same direction as our belly button. So the thumbs point in the same direction as the belly button. Uh, and that's a good way of describing it. So whether you're standing or in the water floating, the thumb aims with the belly button. So as they come around, the elbow should remain straight and the thumbs should continue to remain aimed in the same direction as the belly button, even into position 11 and at the last second they can rotate and palm hit the water uh, and we do this because if you keep your thumbs down and you keep your elbow straight you have a really nice sweep for a butterfly it's a very nice and i encourage you to stand up and try this so stand up uh, if you have the option to right now uh, stand up and soldier aim your thumbs forward again the same direction as your belly button and like you're doing a snow angel in the water uh, just sweep your arms up above your head and clap the back of your hands above your head. So you're going to start in soldier, keep your elbows straight, aim your thumbs forward or in the same direction as your belly button, sweep through airplane position and clap the back of your hands above your head into position 11. And then you're in position 11 and come down, thumbs, airplane 11. So it's this nice arm motion that's really easily done. Uh, and we isolate that one specific thing. Uh, the arms straight, that's one thing we focus on, so we isolate that. And then the thumbs down, that's another chunk that we can focus on. Uh, and when we put those together, we have a really nice recovery uh, that when coupled with the undulation, 
is this very smooth, quiet, non-elbow bending butterfly. And we put the focus of the propulsion, the movement in the kick initially, especially with fins on, and then allow and make, you know, reference that the arms are just the motion. Uh, and we get this really beautiful butterfly swim. So my point here in talking about this in relation to the one thing um, is that when you break things down into chunks and you break them down in these small objectives, uh, that we are very explicit and clear in our instruction to our uh, swimmers uh, so that they can, you know, we break it down to these small pieces and then we build it back together. And then at the end, when I say, 25 fly swim, we have this huge experience bank of, you know, hundreds of different opportunities to do butterfly kick in specific and varied ways, hundreds of opportunities to do fly arms without actually swimming. You know, they've practiced three times streamline, no kicking and two strokes of butterfly, which is just the arm motion floating on the surface. You know, they've done that a hundred times. We've done uh, streamline with fly kick, two strokes of fly swim, and then fly kick the rest of the 25. We've done that a bunch of times. So when we say do a 25 fly swim, they have this huge experience ba- bank of skills that they focused on this one thing in each separate instance. So they've, they focused on the kick. They focused on the hips, on the legs, you know, in separate instances at separate times. Now when we say do a 25 butterfly, they have all this experience that's habit now, uh, which they allow, you know, we focus their attention on this one thing each time. And now that they've mastered those one, th- you know, each of those things, when we put it all together, it's just this very natural, easier butterfly than if they didn't have that experience. Uh, so, and, you know, I took my inspiration here from USA Swimming, uh, and it's reinforced Megan Jolbert. It's reinforced by Jennifer Butler. It's reinforced by Karis Mount. You know, it, you see this occurring over and over again. USA Swimming Sports Consultants, you know, they say do this too. So I want to give you some uh, tips on how you can use this in your instruction. Uh, and I'm going to give you an example here of how, what type of language I'll use when I'm on the pool deck uh, and what type of language you use during a swim lesson. It's the same thing. Uh, so it'll apply to both. Um, basically, it follows this formula. Uh, give a com- get like announce what you are going to do next. So uh, announce what's happening. Describe how it will be done. So how the swimmer can accomplish it. So describe the instructions. So announce what it is. Tell them how they're going to do it. Give them a specific focus to work on. That's the one thing here, right? So we're going to define what we're working on. And and that's when you are taking the skill, breaking it down into the chunk and telling them, okay, here's the chunk we're going to work on. Tell them how you're going to work on that chunk. And then give them the focus, which is really just reiterating the chunk. So you're you're kind of connecting it back to the front. And then giving a command on whose turn it is and when they're going to go, uh, and then starting. Afterwards, once they've made an attempt, our feedback is going to be based on that specific focus. So that one thing, we're going to aim our, our feedback on that one thing. And depending on the swimmer, we can give 
additional feedback that may not be particularly based on that one thing. Uh, maybe it's a widely deviant action. So if we're asking them to do butterfly kick and they do freestyle, we have to address it because they didn't actually do the thing. So we can't even get to the focus item because they didn't even do the thing correctly. So uh, that kind of falls outside of the focusing on the one thing. That's more of a <laughs> compliance issue than anything else. So to reiterate, um, it is announce what you're doing, give instructions on how to do it, give them a focus or a goal, and then give feedback based on that focus and a goal. And for the sake of consistency here, I'm going to talk about butterfly. And uh, I'm just going to kind of put my coach's voice on here and talk to you as if you are in the swim team. Um, all right. And that's my keyword for <laughs> uh, pay attention, listen up is all right. Uh, uh, so I'll start again. All right. We're going to do butterfly kick. Uh, we're folk, we're going to do two 25s of butterfly kick with fins. Uh, make sure you put your fins on now. Uh, we're going to go five seconds apart. And the one thing I want you to focus on, your goal, the, the thing that you should be putting your attention into is with every kick, I want your hips to pop up out of the water or get your butt to the surface every time you do your kick. And your goal here is to make sure that your hips are moving up every time you move your legs. We're going to go on the 60. First person, get ready. The feedback that I'm going to give is going to be based on, are your hips moving? Billy, that 25, your body was barely moving. And then I would demonstrate my torso and my hips exaggerated moving. Make sure that you're really moving your hips. Get your butt up every time, and that way your back albino will make it easier to do. Sally, your legs were barely moving. Your hips were great, but let that motion flow through your toes. So as your hips go up in the air, also let your feet follow that motion. So it's kind of continuing. And then I would demonstrate the wave with my arms, you know, where you start with one hand and you kind of move an arm and then you ripple it through the rest of your, your limbs to your other hand. So if we look back on that discussion here, what I just said, uh, all right is my keyword listen. Here's what we're doing. Butterfly kick, 225s. How are we doing it? Five seconds apart. Uh, your focus, and I said it three or four different ways. You know, your focus was getting the hips up and down, moving the butt, getting the hip up. And I said your goal, your focus, what you should pay attention to. I said the same thing in a few different ways. That's both for repetition, uh, to reinforce it, and for uh, people to understand it in various ways. So sometimes swimmers and children and people don't quite grasp what you mean when you say something a certain way. So if you can say the same thing a different way, you might get through to them a little bit better. Uh, so, and then I gave feedback directly tied to the focus or the goal. And if we do that, we achieve mastery at that specific isolated portion of fly kick. And then we can move on uh, to other things and we, we can reference it with a keyword, get your hips up. You know, and then the, oh, because we've done work with getting our hips up, when I reference that later on, when they're, you know, at a swim meet, they'll know, oh, I was at practice five times when we did this like 20 times. Uh, I know exactly what he's talking about when he says, get your butt up or get your hips up. 
you know, they have that reference bank, that experience to draw from. So they know what you're talking about in isolation and then they can apply it to the whole later on. Uh, so this is something that I wanted to really focus on for you, uh, focusing on the one thing. In swim lessons, give feedback based on the one thing. Give your instruction with a specific goal in mind. For example, level one, put your face in the water. Really, that should be the overriding focus of every activity. Put your face in the water, put your face in the water, put your face in the water, put your face in the water. Put your lips in the water, put your nose in the water, put your eyes in the water, put your lips in the water, kiss the water, put your chin in the water, can you put your shoulders in the water? Now, all these different steps and variation on going underwater uh, should be done repetitively over and over again ad nauseum because that's really the ultimate goal of level one. So we're going to do, all right, we're going to do front glides. Uh, I'm going to help you. Uh, we're going to go one at a time. Billy, you're going to go first. Everybody, make sure if you can, put your face in the water or put your chin in the water. And then we're going to go ahead and do that. You know, or alternately, we can say your focus is going to be on keeping your body straight. And as we keep that body straight, that's your focus. We're going to always be encouraging, okay, put your chin in the water, put your mouth in the water, make sure you keep your body straight when you do that. You know, we can do one or two things uh, where we where our focus is on one specific thing, but we're also doing something else. So like Karis Mount said, uh, focus on one thing. Megan Bear, two or three things total. We never want to go beyond that. I want to know what you think. How, to, how have you in your program uh, trained your staff or your coaches to focus on the one thing? Do you have that discussion with your assistant coaches on deck? Here's what I want you to work on. Focus on this. Uh, do you tell that to your swim instructors? Give feedback specifically based around this one goal. Or when you're doing front glides, focus on one thing at a time. And then when you do your front glide together, uh, they'll have all the pieces in place that they can put together on their own. Let me know. Reach out on Twitter at Swimming Ideas. Connect with me on Facebook at Swimming Ideas. Or send me an email, jeff at swimmingideas.com. Now, this is a great opportunity for me to ask you, what is your story? I want to know your experience with swimming, either as a swim instructor, as a coach, uh, as a participant even. Uh, reach out to me, Jeff at Swimming Ideas, and let me know if you'd be interested on being on this podcast. You know, I want to talk to you. I want to hear your stories because your experience is unique and valuable to our audience. Reach out to me, Jeff at swimmingideas.com. Uh, once again, thank you very much for listening and taking the time out of your day to talk about swimming and swim lessons, specifically teaching today. Uh, and tomorrow we can teach better lessons together. Mm-hmm.